When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Jimmy Kolb here with you again for another episode of the Kolb Strong Power Podcast. And today I have another young athlete here to answer some questions and get, get uh, let us know a little bit about him. Tanner Carragher, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great, man. Good to talk to you. Long time no see. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like we like saw each other, I think, Saturday. Saturday, whatever day I was painting or. or no, that was. Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, we saw each other Friday and then we saw some each other on Saturday. There you go, Friday, Saturday. So, yeah, long time no see. It's awesome. So, um, appreciate you being on here with me today. I thank you for I, having uh, me. Yeah, absolutely, man. I want to hop in and get the audience familiar with you. Just kind of give us the lowdown on Tanner, like how, how old you are, where are you from, where do you currently train, things of that nature. So, um, <clears throat> I've been training for about like, I guess, like two and a half years. I do like more of like a powerlifting style. So like just squat, bench, deadlift, the big three lifts. So like I train at the same gym as you, Unleash Strength, the best mm-hmm. gym in Virginia. Yeah. Yep, that's and right. And I am actually uh, Middle Eastern. I'm from Turkey. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like uh, born and raised or uh so both of my parents were born and raised there i was actually born in uh the u.s okay so you're your first gen uh u.s then right pretty much that's fantastic like i'm like i'm 100 percent turkish yeah parents are turkish no that's bad i didn't know that's badass i'm actually i think third second or third gen polish uh or u.s from uh polish um actually immigrants yeah (laughs) absolutely so uh yeah we train at the same gym same facility again yeah like you said the best damn powerlifting gym in the entire state of virginia that is a fact jack so so two and a half years how old are you right now 23 23 so you started around the 21 year mark yeah we could yeah it's like i think i like started maybe like in my late 20s like like uh, like early like probably like around like november ish so i didn't really get to have like a full year whenever i was in my 20s gotcha so like now we're in 23 i got you now okay cool yeah um so i know i see you training quite often i've watched you progress um in this in all three lifts over the last have we been at this have we been at unleashed the entire time that it's been open uh no i joined uh last year during uh, okay it was during like quarantine and everything like okay so the black tape and everything oh the all the black tail boy i remember (laughs) doing that what a pain in the ass yeah we put me and katie and joe spent like a collective eight hours putting up that black paper all over the fucking windows that was i liked the look i wish we would still have it the lighting is like nicer with it uh yeah yeah it's that that like recording stuff yeah, it's intense. I, and then Joe put up the 
the tent, but he bought the lightest possible tent you could purchase. I'm like, but is it really doing anything then? But he's going to, I think he's going to make it darker down the road or something. But so, yeah, but so I've been watching you pretty much the entire time you've been at the gym with, with us. And uh, again, watching all three of your lifts go up. Uh, sometimes you compete at the meets, the we host, like the, the unsanctioned type, and I, I yeah. see you compete. <clears throat> so what kind of, uh, what kind of programming, you follow is it a conjugate is it something i'm not aware of how do you do it it's just pretty much just like straight powerlifting just like big three like i do that one or two of them so like on mondays i usually squat and deadlift and then tuesdays i bench and then wednesdays i bench again and then thursdays off and then friday i work or i squat and then we uh my coach and i my coach is a a b And so we just like noticed that like, it seemed like I was getting more fatigued because we had like a second deadlift day. So we took it completely out and we just put in RDLs and then just like Saturday, just pretty much a bench again. Cool. And then it's just like, uh, like RPE based. I know you don't like RPE based. (laughs) So a lot of somebody, some, I'm sure some people listening will know. And some people like myself won't know, explain uh, for all of us, what RPE really is. So pretty much like um, whenever you're like going like for a like top set, you'd be like, oh, I rate that as like an RP uh, seven. So you'll like, you're saying you'll have like three reps left in the tank. So like the, as the higher it goes, then the less reps you have. And RP so sub- 10 is So I was going to ask. So 10 is max out. Yeah, pretty much maxed out. Okay. Okay. That makes I hear, I hear the numbers, uh, after the RPE and I'm like, is that a percentage? Yeah. Is that a, cause I, I grew up in the early two thousands in the sport and it, everybody was just talking about though. That was 90%. That was 80%. Is that kind of similar or is it different? It's like, it's almost similar as percentages, but it just has like, it's only like, it's like own twist. twist. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I hear that a lot around, um, uh, more particularly uh, the younger, the younger crowd. Yeah, it's um, going to be like mostly like USAPL and then USPA. Okay, I got you. So yeah, so you do right two and a half years of training. You train RPEs. You do uh, the so, so you do a full SPD day during the week, like squat bench dead or not? No, I think that's probably going to happen in the future. Because gotcha. uh, like every like so often, be like tweaks my program a little bit, so I probably expect to have an SVD eventually. Okay. Um. So you've been training uh for two and a half years. Um. So you started in your twenties, which normally a lot of people I talk to get started fairly earlier. I started at the age of fourteen. Um. Would have been earlier, but my mom was afraid of the whole rumors of like wives' tales, like stunted growth and stuff like that at a lifting weights at too young age but so what made you get started around the age of 20 so pretty much like just honestly like at first um it was just for me to lose weight because i like uh but like in my uh whenever i first started i weighed a little bit more than i did now because i was like around like maybe 300 plus pounds and then now i'm like i'm sitting around like around like 250 ish okay so as i was like just training and then somebody from our that gym that I trained at at 24 hour fitness and like Fairfax just like hey um it's like would you ever want to try powerlifting 
and then that was like pretty much like, like technically my my gateway into powerlifting. It's just like, and then ever since then, um, I just keep on training it. And then uh, COVID hit, my gym shut down. I'm just like, great, now I can't even train anymore. And then, uh, so Joe has like his best friend named Brennan Krebs. He would always be DMing me on Instagram saying, he's like, hey, you should come check out Unleashed. And then, like, I just, like, as soon as, like, um, whatchamacallit, everything, like, happened, I was just like, you know what? I should come check it out. Yeah. And my, uh, the person that was actually showed me powerlifting, he's just like, hey, they, they're open if you want to come check it out. And I'm just like, sure. And then yep. I, like, I walked right into the place, looked around, and I'm like, you know what? I'll sign up, actually. <laughs> and I've just been there since. Yeah. No, it's it's quite a, you know, we we we're 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 all in the in the northern Virginia area for those listening, and uh, there are not a lot of powerlifting gyms. Now, I was spoiled to death when I lived in Ohio because West Side, Columbus, Elite FTS, Iron Chamber, but there's just power. It's the literal heartbeat of the sport, the yeah. state of Ohio. But uh, you walk in Unleashed, it's just it's not what you expect. Um, Fun fact is that it was an anytime fitness. And then Joe bought it out. Joe and Margo bought it out. And everything's obviously been painted black, white, or gray. Um, but occasionally, if you look up in a high corner, you'll still see an orange or a green showing through uh, from whenever they had those awful colors from when it wasn't anytime fitness. But yeah, it's quite, a, it's quite an awesome place. And I've had the fortunate um, uh, circumstance to watch it go from opening day to, till now and just watched it grow, watched it not smell like brand new paint anymore. Um, so yeah, it's, it is, it is an awesome, awesome place. I call it the Mecca because I think it is in the state of Virginia. Um, so before we go further, what are your current best lifts and officiated competition? So for comp, it's going to be, uh, 501, 303, and then uh, 507. My Very gym cool. lifts are uh, 535, uh, 345, and then mm-hmm. uh, 545. That's I, awesome. I just hit the 545 yesterday. Oh, I missed it. Yeah, I missed it. I mean, I, I missed it. I, I didn't get to watch you. Uh. No, but I did miss it because oh, you did. Okay, I, uh, I ripped my hand. Ooh, straight off, like Goodness. right at the top. Uh, it just, <laughs> it just went right out of my hand. But I, I still kind of count it as a gym PR. So, so was it like right at the lockout, and your hand ripped off, yeah. or is it? it yeah, just, well, it was just right yeah, at lockout. For a gym lift, I think you're. Yeah, that's still a PR, absolutely. Um, and obviously, I'm. I'm you're you're raw now. Are you? classic or just raw just uh i use sleeves okay i'm a sleeves lifter so that's that's considered that's what's called just raw these days yeah just completely raw got it and then classic is with wraps if i got that straight got it got it do you have any plans to move into that other division uh i might want to dive into it one day so whenever i start getting bored of sleeves (laughs) he's like owen wants me to try him so bad uh, we all do. We all want you to try them because it's a, 
then you know the thing is is the sleeves you put them on and that's it there's no adjustability there's no adjusting it's just they're on you but with wraps obviously you can wear them loose you can wear them tight you can wear them cranked and it, they hurt like a son of a bitch but it's uh, it's definitely fun it's definitely cool oh yeah owens wrapped me before ah so you know just to give it a try i was just like yeah. oh, my, oh my god yes um, are you trying to get your lifts to a certain point before you delve into it, make that transition? Um, so I like really want to like, maybe before I even try it, I want to try to squat at least 585. Gotcha. And then after that, I'll like probably give a run into sleep or I mean wraps. Cool. So on that same note, is there ever a chance that you would get into equipment like single ply? Uh, I would give it a try. Actually, it looks pretty fun. It is fun. Because, like, just watching, like, you, Amber, everybody else. Mm -hmm. It's like, even Fish. I remember um, I was there the night that he squatted 700 in a suit. I was yeah. one of his spotters. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I'm like this stuff is kind of cool. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's almost a different sport. Um, the lifts look the same, but technically speaking, mechanically speaking, it is completely different. It is a whole different world but it's a very cool world to get into but uh i just wanted to see if you had any future interest in uh, getting into the equipment so i'm glad you have a little bit that's that's a good that's a good step um so what are your what would you want to accomplish say by the end of this year um so i just want to so i'm probably going to be doing two meets so I got one coming up in February 26th, same weekend as yours. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then I'm going to probably go out to Salisbury uh, for Travis's meet, Papa Bear Rogers. Right. It's just like, and then I want to come out on like top for both of those. Okay. So you're talking like first place or best lifter type. Um, so I'm just trying to honestly place first. If I, if I can get uh, best lifter, that'd be great too. Fantastic. Um, where do you see yourself? I'm assuming you're, I mean, you got anybody that gets bit by the iron bug, they're pretty much in it for life. Um, so what do you, where do you see yourself in say 10 years? Um, let's see. It's a hard one, but yeah, it is. It like takes a lot of thinking for that one. Yeah. It's like, hopefully just like, I can be like very, very like competitive in my class. Like maybe mm -hmm. like even with like the top guys and just like pretty much just like trying to give back to the sport, trying to make it even better. That's, I love to hear that. That's great. That's something I, I always talk a lot about is, trying to give back in any way, shape or form to the sport, whether it's volunteering at meets, uh, donations, uh, anything, helping somebody out, whatever it is, but yeah, that's good to hear. Um, uh, yeah, you'll be about my age in 10 years, give or take a couple of years, but, uh, um, yeah. Do, all right. So if you're, uh, if, we, if you're still on the raw side of the sport, raw, raw classic raw, I know the two biggest, most prominent, uh, competitions on that side of the sport or something like the Kern and the showdown. Are those of any interest to you? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. That's uh that'd be like, that'd be awesome to get invited to one of those. 
I think if you keep going, as long as you stay injury free and just stay nice and steady and, you know, slowly progress over the years, I definitely can see you go into both of those. I saw Amber go, go to both uh, this past year, Um, got to watch the live stream of both and she got to experience both. They're both pretty fucking cool. So yeah, that could definitely be you someday. Absolutely. Um, You have, you've competed uh, in non-sanctioned, uh, meets as well as sanctioned meets i believe yes cool what's been your your favorite memory uh competitive speaking it's just like pretty much like uh like you're getting to lift with everybody you get to even like meet new people it's just like i feel like after you're like you compete at like a meet you just make a bunch of friends from it because everybody mm-hmm. in powerlifting is very very friendly yes uh how how far have you so have you been in virginia uh, your whole life yeah how far have you like traveled as far as for for the sport for competing um so so i went with brandon out to like salisbury whenever he was um competing at no luck too and i was actually a spotter and loader for his meet okay so like i came out to support him and i actually helped out travis with um spotting and loading so like just about like delaware Okay, just the kind of the local couple states up and down yeah. here the East Coast. Gotcha. But it'd be it'd be awesome to be like able to like actually com- or travel for the sport because you get to experience yeah. like a new area. Yeah, that's been one of the the best parts. I've been I've been fortunate enough with <laughs> with a lot of help <laughs> financially. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not made of money at, in any terms, uh, but I've been able to travel definitely coast to coast um down to the south north i mean i've been all over the place that is a perk i actually have traveled more for powerlifting than i ever did when i was in the military which is really weird because a lot of times people join for the travel and i did not travel at all so that was fun um you've been doing this sport for just a minute just a minute two and a half years um is that the is that you just doing powerlifting or like is that you picking up your very first weight it's just like pretty much like picking up my first weight so you you okay so you're you're just you're just at the starting line as far as your career um what's been the most most important thing that you've taken from the sport like what has it given to you it's like pretty much just it's like don't expect just because you're working out for a week that you're just going to get big that you actually have to work for it it's just like you can't just be like um not like pushing your accessories at all you have to be pushing them if you want to grow and to help them like grow your big three that's that's a good lesson for a lot of people to listen right there uh you can't just squat bench deadlift and expect to get anywhere you might be able to maintain what you have but what's going to separate you from the next guy from the next guy from the next guy is how much work you put into your accessory work. Absolutely. That's a good point. Um, who are some people that you look up to in the sport of powerlifting? So I look up to uh, John Hack. He's like the best, like pretty much like powerlifter mm-hmm. in like uh, USPA pretty much. He, because um, he's competed at 83 He's like broke the record in that one. He jumped up to 90 or 90, broke a record for total for that one. And then just recently, whenever he was at hybrid showdown, 
he broke down uh, the 100 kg total. So that, that's 181, 198, 220, if I'm speaking in pounds? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. He's just, he's just like, he's pretty much like breaking like every record in his weight classes that he's been in. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible athlete to watch. And the numbers he can do at such light body weights is, is really something to watch. Yeah. I just figured out that he's 5'9. Five 5'9. Nine. Five nine. Well, that's, yeah. that's still pretty tall for me. I'm only 5'4. So, so <laughs> some days 5'4, other days I'm 5'5. Five five. So I'm not sure. Anybody, a lot of people are taller than me. Um, do you think, and I, I always, I always like to mention when I ask this question, this is very, this question is hard for me to grasp. Um, but what do you think there's ever going to be a point where uh, you are completely satisfied with your numbers and you will just say, okay, I'm done. That's all I wanted to do. No, I'm awesome. just going to keep on going. Good. Until I, good. pretty much until I'm physically tapped out, I'm going to keep on going. Good. That's it. That's, that's me. It's, it's my never enough mentality. Kind of one of our slogans of the, of the, of our brand pretty much is as soon as you meet a goal, I, I just can't understand how somebody could be like, oh, I'm satisfied. I'm, I'm done. I'm like, well, okay, you did this. What about, what about 50 pounds more? And you get that one. Like, I, I just, I always like to ask that and then make it a point that I just, I, I have that mentality that you have right there. That's to, just to keep going. Like, I don't understand how somebody could be truly satisfied with their numbers and just like quit. Um, never, never has made sense to me. And plus bodybuilding is boring. Yeah. It's a, it's a, no, I mean, <laughs> what well, I, even what though I, how much work they put in, I still respect them, but oh, just like, just only doing it from like, for me, it's just, I would just get bored eventually. I, yeah, th- I mean, I think that's got to be one of the most taxing sports that the human body could possibly go through. But at the same time, I mean, I don't hate body, but I, if I, I would not say no to waking up and looking like that just one morning, like just poof and look, <laughs> I would not deny that. Like, oh, take it back. No, I, I'd be like, I'll, I'll be damned. But I kind of say it's almost like a male beauty pageant. So I just, I'm not interested at all in that going up on stage in a fucking thong and having people look at me doesn't seem right (laughs) just just an opinion just an opinion um again you're 23 years old you've been training for just over two years uh what's been your biggest obstacle so far so i remember during my first meet so like the first uh mock meet at unleashed i did i actually ended up getting injured during that one I had like, I had to deal with like a hip flexor injury. It's just like, it was like, I was having trouble squatting, even like anything above 315 for at least a couple of months. Mm-hmm. But like, I was, there was like times where I was just like, I would get frustrated. I'm just like, I just, I just want to go back to squatting heavy again. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I knew that since it's like, I do have an injury. It was like, I need to take it nice and slow pretty right. much. Like, and I think like, it was like I built up pretty quickly back up because mm-hmm. I remember I squatted only like around like 450 around that meet. Right. And now I'm at like 535. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you came back, obviously. Yeah. Uh, quite I a bit more. Down. 
Yeah, just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more. No, that's awesome. You and you, you compete primarily if I uh, USPA. Yeah, I only compete USPA. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. If you don't want to travel very far, you pretty much don't have a choice in this state uh, to USPA or USAPL, which obviously is why I travel out of the state to uh, to travel Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania, Jersey. Well, not Jersey right now, but Jersey before or, uh, or South North Carolina. Um, so any, any power lifter, uh, this could be somebody that's long gone, dead, currently living any power lifter in existence that's ever lived. Who would you want to meet and then have like a conversation with? Uh, I think it would be probably Ed Cohn. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, he is one of the greatest powerlifters ever. Absolutely. It's just, like, I would, like, ask him, like, so many questions. Yeah. I'd probably I, ask him, like, to, like, help out with, swap, like, all my forms on everything. I bet he could, like, tweak it even, like, better. Yep. Just, like, oh, just, like, have do you, it like this. Have you ever made it to the Arnold Classic in your short lifetime here? No. Oh, I've man. watched it. It's uh, me and Katie, I think, have collectively gone to 10 or 11 oh, wow. Arnold's. Uh, geez, uh, dude, it's uh, definitely something. He's uh, he's always there. That's why I was asking. And uh, that's definitely an opportunity to go and meet anybody you could possibly think of in the sport. Um, normally is there at, at some point. Uh, definitely got to make an effort if you can hack it to. It's, I know from where we're sitting, it's about eight hours to Columbus. So it's oh, it's not half bad. It's not impossible. It, it, it does suck. You have to go through the Appalachia, go through the mountains, and it really is uh, can, can be treacherous if the weather's bad, but definitely worth going. Absolutely. But I, my only interaction with Ed Cohen was at the 2013 or 2012 Arnold. I was walking through the crowd and I saw my buddy, Ralph young, he's an IPF bench press legend, uh, early influence in my, in my career. And I can spot his bald ass head <laughs> in any crowd. I know that's Ralph. And I always walk up behind him and smack him in the head and we, Oh, son of a bitch, you know? And, and he, and he did that. And then he turned and Ed, he was talking to Ed Cohen. And I was like, Holy shit. And he go, Oh, Jimmy, this is Ed. Ed, this is Jimmy. And he reached out to shake my hand and I, grabbed his hand and he started crushing it like a fucking potato chip i'm like nice to meet you ed i you know i know who you are you know he it wasn't like it was just a firm handshake he gave me a firm handshake and then continued to squeeze harder and harder like he was trying to i was like dude i know who you are you don't have to i was like nice to meet you and i, I kept moving i was like ah so not a positive uh first impression i was still a kid i was only 20 20 or 21 but so, but yes, if you can hack it, if you can make it, definitely got to make an Arnold one of these times. Got to. Oh, yeah. I most will definitely try to. Yes, it is, it is super duper. I always, always have a blast. There's so much to go and see and do. Um, so you, you're, um, again, you're 23. Uh, so what were your the resources say like, you know, internet is pretty much like a prominent thing in everyday life now, which is for me, it's an unfortunate reality, but I'm old schooled. So 
what, what are some of the internet resources that you've been able to utilize um, to progress in the sport or find information? It's like pretty much just like uh, watching like a lot of the other power lifters. So like a lot of them like put out like pretty great content. It's just like how to like pretty much like tweak your squat platform, like doing all that. It's like helping you. Just like I remember whenever I was pulling sumo for a little bit, I was trying to learn hook. And I actually came across a video. It's from Sean Noriega and Candino. Mm -hmm. And it's like a hook rip tutorial. And like, it's just like for how it won't actually hurt. Oh. And I was just like, oh. It like at first, like I had to build up the tolerance for it, but it's like after, like it was like setting hook was so easy. So do you do you still do you still do it successfully? Nah, I don't. Uh, I, I completely like cut it out right when I went back to conventional. Gotcha. <laughs> I was just like, it's it's too weird to just hook conventional. Okay, but maybe I'll go back again. We'll see. Yeah. No, I think it's got some. Obviously, it's got potential. You're symmetrically, you know, square on the bar. You're not, you know, cocked one way or the other slightly. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of it, but obviously, with my bench press hands, I just can't. I've tried it. I've been coached. I had Dan Grigsby show me how to do it, and I still can't do it. It's just, it's not a thing. So, do you stick to the uh, platforms such as like Instagram, YouTube, stuff like that? Yeah, pretty much like Instagram, YouTube now, since like TikTok is really big now, it's just uh -huh. like, there's a lot of like information on there as well now. Gotcha. Have so you, it's, it's, it's an old school thing. Have you ever heard of powerliftingwatch.com? No, I did not. <laughs> that was, that was my primary source of information growing up. Uh, it's called, I think it's still a thing. Uh, powerliftingwatch.com. That was the online hub of information, current things, meet results. Um, you could send in videos yourself and they would post. It was really cool. People could comment. And um, that was pretty much the, the gateway for me to get information. Besides YouTube was in its infancy still when I was uh, growing up, but uh, yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. Internet's a fantastic. I mean, I can say a lot of negative things about it too, but it is a fantastic source of information. That's awesome. Yeah, it has uh, both sides. <laughs> yeah, it, it extremely has it has both sides. Um, what is one thing you would like to see change in the sport, whether it be rules, uh, number of feds? Like, what is one thing you would want to see change? I just want powerlifting to be more mainstream mm -hmm. instead of just like it just being like people just like doing it for fun. I want it to like actually just be like more mainstream to like. Because uh, I remember somebody got, I forget her name, plus size queen or queen. Uh, she pulled 600. And oh, she her, got um, Ellen. She was on Ellen, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, um, I want, like, pretty much like powerlifting, hopefully, one day to just get stream on like ESPN and like all that. Yeah. That'd be dope. Like, That's what and the then, sport like, needs. Yeah. And then, like, even, like, even with meats that it just gets streamed like every single meet that you go to in powerlifting should be able to get streamed. So like okay. people like who can't make it can watch you and still mm -hmm. support you instead of just right. like kind of like seeing your little Instagram recap. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Sometimes it's, you know, this long and you don't even want to read the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you kind of just like look at their lifts and they're like, nice. Nice. Good job, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, and maybe I'll, I'll follow you. And yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's, that, that's awesome. It, it's a, uh, it's a school sanctioned sport in some States. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that'd be, that'd be badass. I mean, Texas is pretty much the proprietor of that. Um, but yeah, I think I wish, I wish it could just be, whether it be school sanctioned to get more kids interested. There's so many things you could probably, or the sport could do. It's just, I don't know. It's like, it's like a, it's like stagnant. It's like at a standstill. It's just not growing. I, there are feds or organizations that are helping it grow, but I feel like we could be a lot further along if certain things have happened. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way about that. Yeah. Awesome. So um, I do have a decent list of uh online questions from a bunch of fans and people on Instagram. (laughs) I left out one because he said, ha ha, just joking. Don't ask that. So I left. Was it from Matt? No, it was actually from Owen. So, Oh uh, yeah. He told me which one it was. (laughs) Yeah. So we're not going to get into that. (laughs) Yeah. I already know it. Yeah. So uh, we can just put that away for later, but uh, do you want to ask me anything free open table, open book before we move on? Um, so I, I heard that it's like, do you, I know you eventually want to go into a full power meet, right? For like yes, single ply. Mm-hmm. It's like, what was, what would your numbers want to be? Like, what are your goals? So I want to total 3000 pounds, but I want to do it in single ply equipment. Um, and the fact the 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 living breathing fact that i cannot deadlift is is what's gonna be the 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 achilles there so i have to build my total off of the first two lifts so the easiest way to do it because um, i have to be realistic is to squat 12 bench 11 pull seven that's the easiest way because i know the deadlift i just i'm not going to be an 800 pound deadlifter i am not genetically built to deadlift so i have to build my total off of the first two and then get a subpar pull to complete that number you know yeah sometimes it is what it is you gotta work with your leverages yeah i just um i've been a whenever i did full power you know, many, many years ago, I was always sumo, always, always, always sumo. But ever recently, I've been kind of playing around with uh, doing conventional. Um, that seems to be working. And for the first time in my entire life and competitive life, I'm actually going to commit to pulling raw conventional. Oh, wow. um, I don't want to pull in a suit. I hate deadlifting in suits. It's, fi- it's, just, it's, it's atrocious. I just want to deadlift raw super simple just conventional with mixed grip um i don't i don't need to be a sumo puller with hook grip and leverage the weight up i'm just gonna just be a burly fucking man and just reach reach down and <laughs> pick the weight up real simple and just put it back down just you know uh and I, and I like the idea of conventional more than i do sumo i've never been i've never been able to execute conventional correctly but I'm learning now that I've got like 
Dean, Owen, Amber watching me and teaching me stuff. Uh, so that's helping. So that's if my deadlift does exceed seven, like a little higher, then I can kind of lax on one of the first two lifts. But the easiest way as it stands right now would be a 12, 11, seven. That's that's kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's yeah. like that would be like it would be very, very cool to see that, like, whenever you do hit it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's – it's people ask me a timeline. I don't – It's like you can't really year, put a time – you can't really put a timeline on powerlifting. No, and I, and I don't – and that's the benefit I have is that I don't have a set date. So, I'm just going to yeah. continue to train nice and slow and at my own pace while still benching um, competitively in the meantime. It's like, yeah, so might that, as well build those and then just continue just doing what you do being uh bench only yeah and that's that's the way i i'm intended to be anyway i just i want to do i want to get the total I, if it's not the biggest in history i don't care it's just i want to get a three thousand pound total but do it in the least amount of equipment so that's yes that's how i want to do it absolutely i believe it well thank you <laughs> i appreciate that you got anything else for me i think that should be good that's the biggest one right there. Yeah, yeah that was the biggest one. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've made it kind of public here and there on certain small platforms like Patreon and stuff like that. Uh, I don't talk about it a lot, but that I do. Yes, like you just said, I, I do have plans to go that route. Absolutely. But uh, time will tell. So um, I'm going to pull the questions off of Instagram for you. Uh, I don't have names. I don't know who asked these, but we'll start at the top and go down. So what do you think you need to approve on and why? It's just like, I need to, I feel like I need to improve my bench. Cause that's okay. like the one thing that's just like pretty much like very lacking because this is like at my last meet, I only benched 315. It's like, it's just like been like a love hate relationship with me for bench. But this was like before I got my uh, my new coach a B, yeah. and ever since then I've have felt so locked into bench, at like all times, for the cues that he's given me, it's like I feel like I I'm loving the bench again, because even though like because I wasn't like feeling like I was doing that great with benching, but ever since the cues I've been like doing way way better with it. Fantastic, yeah, I'm a open book of bench information i'm not really good at the other two lifts but if you need <laughs> pointers or cues or if i want me to look at something i mean i know you sent me a couple of videos uh, for a bench critique on youtube uh, not too long ago i think um, that was uh i was actually i think christian oh oh shit i i, I must have seen <laughs> the i must have seen the uh the question box was a picture of you benching yeah i thought it was a video being sent to me i'm I don't do all my social media myself. Sometimes it's Katie helping me. So I, I saw something. I thought it was a, a bench critique video. Yeah, okay. um, but yeah, open, open book, man. Anytime you want to pick my brain or watch or need help, just, I mean, anytime for real. Yeah. I've actually have asked you for spots before too. Yes. I, I love spotting on a bench. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, it's just something I, 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 whenever I'm squatting on Sundays over here on the mono lift, I'm always migrating over to the bench area where Amber and her friends are like benching on Sundays. I want to help them. Cause I'm like, oh, I want to be over there squat. I want to be over on the bench you know, <laughs> where I, where I belong. So 
Uh, this one's interesting. <clears throat> Would you rather have legs as arms or arms as legs? Uh, I already know that what that question is bad. <laughs> said okay. legs as arms or arms as legs. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's an easy one for me. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, I probably do legs for arms. I would as well. Yes. Just like deadlifting would be nice. Yeah. Well, I don't know about benching though. Well, I'm thinking like if I can take the quad that I have, right, and put it where my tricep would be, I bet you'd probably go up quite a significantly. Since... You know, I could say the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I, th- if, I mean, uh, my quads went to my arms, I think I'd be benching a lot more. Yeah, I, that's, my, my only lift on my mind is always bench. So if it's like, would you do that or that? Or uh, nope, I would definitely put my legs and my arms and uh, make my bench go up. So that's an easy one. Um, let's see here. What would you say in your training has helped you progress or improve the most? It's just like um, pretty much like if I need to, I need to like step back. It's just like if like I'm not having like the best day ever, not to like let it get to my head, just like take a step back and then just pretty much just like hammer it out next week. It's just like um, I think I've had only like one for my entire prep because since now I'm out, I'm about like five weeks out. I've I've hadn't had a bad bad session in a while. I think I had one and then I just pretty much communication with my coach. And then he's just like, Hey, just like pretty much like just take what's there. He's like, we'll just run it back next week. And then like next week I did even like more better. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. No, that's great. I think, I, I think like only two times that something bad's happened during prep. It's just, okay. Um, so that like that bad session and then just me yesterday, uh, ripping my hand <laughs> on a deadlift. <laughs> well, that, that's pretty, that's not a, that's not a common thing you know that's not like anything on your fault if your yeah. skin just rips like, open yeah i kind of just like it was slipping out of my hands and i just took my callus yuck god that hurts eh, uh, it didn't it, hurt in the moment no until the adrenaline oh. wore off oh sure <laughs> similar to me when i get up off a bench like the, the the couple of 14s i did recently and i'm like oh I, i'm good to go and i start walking around a half hour later and i'm like i gotta get the fuck out of here i gotta go leave. i gotta go home <laughs> i feel like shit um when, when stuff starts to wear off yep um i like to on that note of uh you know hitting things later and everything i like to say that you know week to week day to day session to session is not always going to be a pr type day or a at your best type day and you know if whatever whatever you're capable of doing that day if it's not your best but if you're still pushing yourself that's where you're going to improve no matter you know if it's a pr lift or if it's uh 30 pounds less than what you've been able to do but as long as you're pushing yourself and you're working hard that's what matters you're you're not going to have the best performance every time you walk into the gym as much as we would all like to it's just not the way it works yeah like i like um, so I ro- usually run a triples block, a sing or a doubles block, and then a singles block. Just like um, it's like sometimes I do even more during my my triples block. So I remember my last uh doubles block that I've done. So like 
I ended the block with a 505 uh, double on squat. And then, but now I transitioned over to like kilos, my squat bar and everything. All like pretty much like comp stuff. And then like I only add like two pounds to it. But like in my head, I'm just like, but I swapped over to kilos. I have a squat bar. It's just like, but and it's still really good. So this is like, we're still in the right direction. Correct. Yep. See, that's exactly it. But the only thing <clears throat> right now since uh, I've been into prep is the prep head. Right. Yeah. So much. Yes, absolutely. Um, so the fat pad is equipment type. And then uh, I know you compete USPA mostly in the type of equipment they, they lift on. So this question kind of rolls into, um, you know, you, you, you said earlier in the interview that you're primarily USPA. So what drives you towards that fed and would you ever branch out to other feds um so the reason why i like uh uspa so much is because they have a deadlift bar i like pulling on a deadlift bar i'm not really a big fan of pulling on a stiff bar right so like that's like um like the prime reason why i'm uspa and plus uh like having around the meats they're like everywhere you can go yeah. anywhere you want USAPL is like kind of the same thing, but it's just like I don't. It's like I might like eventually do one USAPL meet. Maybe I'll like dive into a little bit, but it's like I want to try like pretty much like every single fed. Okay, like, that's what I wanted to hear. Like I just want to dive into like every single fed and see how they are. I'll tell you the I I compete primarily. I've done. I can't say I've done every fed. That's, that's a complete fucking lie. I, but I've done, Oh, I'd say I have to check open powerlifting, but I'd say close to a dozen and a half, if not more, um, between IPF, USAPL, USPA, USPF, uh, WNPF, WABDL, IPA, UPA, uh, RPS, <laughs> XPC. Um, I've done a lot of different feds, uh, <laughs> even more obscure ones. I can't remember them now, but uh, NASA was one of them. Yes. There's a federation called NASA. <laughs> NASA. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a, what kind of a garbage fed, but anyhow, um, and there's a, right now I compete RPS IPA mostly. Um, I think you would be very at home doing something like an IPA meet and APF meet would be another good one to get into. Yeah, that's pre- when we when we all travel to York. That's um, we're, right? we're doing IPA. That's right. So, anytime you want to join us, man, we're love to have you. You'd have a shitload of people yeah. there to help you. Yeah, I'll totally be down. Cool, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm glad to hear you're willing to eventually branch out and experience the whole sport. Um, let's see, what are some things you learned from your past meets? That will help you in your future meets. It's just like sometimes like meets are not going to go as planned. It's just like you're just like hitting all these like nice like numbers during training. You're like, oh, I'm going to hit all these on platform. But you got to come into account that like you got to take three squat attempts. You right. take all like these three attempts. It's because like um, the last meet, the unleashed meet, that was a pretty, pretty bad meet for me. Okay. Because uh, I remember 
I opened up on squat with 500. And as soon as like I unracked it, it already felt like a brick. And I was just like, oof, this is not going to be a good day since I already <laughs> felt it feel like a brick. Because mm-hmm. like, I've like unracked um, 500 plenty of times in training, and it's always been light for me. But like, mm-hmm. just I guess that day was just not my day. And then yeah. I remember during that meet on bench, I opened up with 315. I only got 315. Because like I was having like issues, like my back was cramping up. Mm-hmm. This is like how it was just a lot of issues. And then pretty much like uh deadlifts. Since I like just transitioned to sumo, I was still like trying to get the groove of it. And then like I think I think around like two weeks out is whenever I was trying starting to get my groove with it. Okay. And then I just like I'm just like, hey, I'll just take what's there for uh deadlifts. But like yeah, just like just like meets are not always gonna go as planned as you would hope. It's just like if, do, if they do good and go really good, like if you're feeling really good, just take advantage of it. Yes. Yep. It's hard to you come into the gym, you hit PRs on all three lifts, but you have to realize, like you said, you're going to the meet to do all three in succession, three attempts, max effort on each attempt. Uh, I like to hit at least when I do occasionally deadlift. Recently, I like to hit a heavy set or a heavy single on something, say, like a good morning before I start deadlifting, um, just to give that um, illusion is not the right word, to give that uh, to be pre-exhausted going into the deadlift. Because if you're a full power guy, you're never going to be completely fresh going into the dub you're, you're going to have squats and then benches before you even start deadlifting um that was a really old training method we used at blackstones and later at iron chamber was to do like a big good morning or a set of good mornings and then go start deadlifting so we had that realistic sense of okay pre-fatigued how much can you actually do yeah just to kind of sort we were we i've never done spd uh type training but we've done pre-exhausted methods such as that to kind of simulate like a like beyond an honest attempt at the deadlift. What's it going to be when you're pre-fatigued? So yeah, meets are definitely not always going to go as planned and you have to adjust, make different plans. Uh, it's just part of the sport. That's kind of, it's kind of, that's part of the fun of it too, I think. Yeah. Because you just got to like pretty much like roll with the punches, like whatever throws at you. Exactly. Uh, it's it's not a cut and dry sport it's if it was cut and dry and so simple i wouldn't fucking enjoy it it wouldn't be fun you know it's it's taking on those challenges and maybe those unexpected challenges that that i enjoy so much um i like to have successful days that's kind of the point too but i do enjoy a good challenge from time to time yeah it Um, just made me learn that i like i need to like pretty much like i i need to understand that like sometimes it's not going to go as planned that's 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 awesome that's a good lesson to learn and oh yeah especially early on in your career again you've only been doing this for just a quick quick minute i've been lifting weights for almost two decades uh 18 years almost and you, you've been doing it for two and a half i was <laughs> i was 16 years old by the time i was doing it for about two two and a half years that just that, that blows my mind i i remember being that young once so that's fun but uh do you want to leave the audience with anything, any knowledge, any, any words before we wrap this thing up? Oh, uh, 
I think that's like a pretty good note to end on about like how pretty much like how meets would go just like either they're gonna go as planned or they're, you're gonna have to just like switch up some things and just pretty much just like uh take your time during training just like just don't like just be running right through them and just just stay injury free yes that's awesome this is not a sprint this is a marathon you have to go slow you got to pace yourself and work up slow and stay injury free as often as possible i love it so everybody again my friend tanner here 23 years young only been training for about two and a half years we have some wise words from a very wise young man who's squatting over 500 benching over three and pulling over five again after just two and a half short years of training i think you've got a very bright future ahead of you for real and again um i've got a lot of a lot of sources and a lot of information if you ever need anything obviously never hesitate to ask thank you absolutely so again everybody tanner thank you for being here and I uh, wish you the best. And then we'll see you at the gym here pretty soon. Yeah, probably. Well, you probably see me in like about an hour. You're going there too, right? <laughs> to back. I got back tonight with Dean and Taylor. It's going to be a fun night. So yeah, yeah dude. We'll, okay. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, yeah. I'll see you right see there. You soon. <laughs> I'll see you soon. See you soon. So, Hey, have a good, good day. And then uh, yeah, we'll talk sometime. All right. Thank you, Jimmy. Peace. Yeah, Peace. absolutely. All right, that's all we have for today. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, email us, thecolbstrong at gmail.com. Include Power Podcast as the email title. Please subscribe and review this podcast if you haven't already. This helps us grow, and we appreciate all the feedback. You can follow for more content on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and all of those are at the same username, at Colbstrong. If you'd like to send me a video of your bench for critique, some helpful tips, then go to our YouTube channel and you can just email me your video at thecolpstrong at gmail.com. Check out my website, colpstrong.com, for bench programs, seminar applications, merch, events, and more. And last but not least, we have a nonprofit that we founded to help financially support young powerlifters, the Colpstrong Scholarship. Would be really cool if you could check that out, share, donate, help us help the next generation of lifters. Just go to ColbstrongScholarship.com or follow us on Instagram at ColbstrongScholarship. That's it. Thanks for listening. And remember, our motto is never enough. Just because someone says you've reached the top doesn't mean you're done. You are the only one that can set your limitations. Have a great day.